And welcome back to Farewell Evangelion, a podcast where we go through each episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion TV show and movies. My name is Keith Ramsey, going through it for the last time, and I'm joined by Peter Akerley, going through it for the first. Hey! So, the episode we finished now is Ray 2. This episode originally came out November 8th, 1995. As the fifth angel drives towards Nerve, Misato leads Operation Yashima. All of Japan's power will be diverted to attack Remiel from a, uh, a Positron rifle. Good old Positron rifles, always helping the day. So, uh, for my predictions, I think a couple of them turned out right, but just not in the way I expected. So, for instance, I predicted that Shinji was going to get the shit kicked out of him in his first fight with Ramiel. I mean, yeah, he did. I expected the fight to go on slightly longer than everything we saw at the end of last episode, but that's fine. Too. Yeah, it pretty much goes from, uh, we're going to fight the angel. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. Um... I did predict that Genda would refuse to send Rei in, mostly so that Shinji could get the shit kicked out of him some more. That one didn't turn out true, I'll admit. That one was just flat wrong. Yeah. Um, but I predicted that uh, Rei would end up piloting Unit Zero and protecting Shinji so that he could survive to defeat uh, Ramiel, and that was absolutely accurate. Yep. Once again, not the way I predicted, but 100% <laughs> on board with being right for that one. Yep. Um, so yeah, all in all, not bad, Peter. Keep up the good work. Exactly. Peter. (laughs) You handle this a lot better than Shinji. Yeah, I'm sure I'll get to the emotional trauma portion soon enough. I already have the daddy issues. Uh, So, uh, episode opens up with Shinji being kind of carted away after he got beat up by Ramiel. And then we have to start discussing what Ramiel's doing in the meantime, because they're not just attacking the city. They have a drill that they're specifically drilling through the Geofront to get down to Nerve HQ. Yeah, it's going through all 20-plus armor platings, and it's just sitting above Tokyo 3 drilling into it. Yeah. And Ramiel ends up being the first angel to actually breach the Geofront. Yeah. It's also explicitly said that they're drilling directly above Nerve HQ, which is fairly significant in my mind, because it means either they're specifically targeting Nerve HQ, which if they're targeting Nerve specifically, they're definitely targeting Gendo, and it's just because he's at Nerve. Uh, if they're not, then presumably Nerve was built on top of some specific point that they're going after. So the only thing I can say about that is, with the theory of it targeting Gendo specifically, when the uh, fourth angel attacked, Gendo was not at Nerve. Okay. Wh- which one was the fourth angel? Shamshell? Yeah. Shamshell didn't seem overly intelligent, so they might have just thought Gendo was there. <laughs> I'm not dis... I don't consider my theory that they're specifically going after Gendo disproved yet. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Ramiel is definitely the most intelligent angel we've seen attack so far. It's the floating fortress. Yeah, it's a giant octahedral floating in the sky, drilling directly downwards and shooting lasers at anyone who gets too close to it. Yeah, and the thing to mention about this one too is they point out in the episode that its AT field is so powerful you can see it with the naked eye. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, they also point out well, not necessarily point but they show that it's not uh, super intelligent, because while it did shoot fucking Shinji before he even showed up, it also shot a balloon of Unit 1, because it was positioned as if it was about to fire a gun at him, so it has a level of intelligence. Uh, it clearly is acting a little bit based on instinct more so than just knowing exactly who's a threat and who's not. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Shinji loses yeah as soon as it happens they immediately pull him back down through the elevator he's unconscious uh and they have to evacuate the hospital for medical treatment 
and we find out that the blast had penetrated to the third layer of armor on unit one. Yeah. And on top of that, 13 more seconds, and the unit would have been done for. Yeah, should you would be dead. Uh, which means 13 more seconds, and Gendo would be free. So... <laughs> Uh, no. I'm sure he still wants Shinji to fight his wars for him. Uh, so yeah. We find out that it will fire on any target that gets too close, so they have to come up with a plan to fire on it from outside its range of detection. Uh, and there's a nearby mountain that's perfectly positioned for them to fire at it from, but they need a super weapon to fire at it from there. Well, it's using a positron cannon, so we need a positron cannon. Fight fire with fire, as they say. Uh, which, fun fact, is a thing firefighters will actually do. They'll do control burns to stop fires from spreading further than they are. Fun fact, fighting fire with fire is a thing. Yay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I think you fight forest fires. Yep. Legitimately, you start fires to prevent forest fires. Yep. It's fucked. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that Smokey the Bear keeps telling me I'm the only one that can prevent forest fires, so they better be ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, we get a... Uh, short scene of Misato explaining to Gendo what her plan is. Uh, we see Gendo's office is just a large empty space with a desk in the middle and windows on all sides so he can look down on the city he owns. I think you mean up because it's the top of H, uh, maybe HQ. Oh right, which yeah. is so underground. under the geo front. So yeah, he can look up at the city that he owns. I mean, he doesn't technically own it, but I feel like if he told someone that he now lives in their building, they wouldn't really have the option to say <laughs> no. So yeah, uh... Misato now has a plan and has to requisition materials from all of Japan. Like, the specific science group that's making the Positron Cannon, that's hers now. She promises to probably return it in one piece. Yeah. It's not going to get back in one piece. I love the fact that Ray just lifts the roof off the building to pick it up, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not coming back in one piece. Uh, then we find out that they're literally redirecting all the power in Japan to this mountain so that they can power the gun because it will take the entire nation's power. Um, which is impressive that they managed to get it done, because we get a little hint at the beginning, right after Shinji goes down, that it's roughly 14 and a half hours before the Geofront is pierced and Nairn yeah. is in danger. Exactly. Uh, we're told that, uh, by their calculations, uh, one of the characters says that it will be pierced at exactly six minutes after midnight, uh, and so at midnight they're gonna fire this Positron Cannon and really fucking hope that it works, because otherwise they don't really have time to do anything. Yeah, this is very much a do-or-die one-shot, and it comes down to the wire very much on this one. Unfortunately, the one-shot misses, so luckily they choose to get a second shot in this do-or-die situation. Yeah. <laughs> they left it to Shinji to get it in one shot, and he used all of Japan's power twice. Yeah. Uh, they like The best part is they explain, like, hey, Shinji, you have one shot at this. It's like, what happens if I miss? And they're essentially like, how about you don't? That's... <laughs> Not even an option in your mind, Shinji. Just don't miss. <laughs> but hypothetically, if I did miss... No, you do not understand, Shinji. That's not an option. If you miss, everyone dies. I'm just going to miss and see what happens. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. It's, Shinji, don't miss. What happens if I miss? Just don't. And Shinji's like, well, if you're not going to tell me, I have to see for myself. Though, to be fair, Shinji didn't technically miss. No, Shinji's shot was... Perfect. It's just uh, Ramuel fired a shot at the same time, and the positronic waves distorted each other because they were saying during the big mumbo jumbo talk up about the gun beforehand that the curvature of the Earth, the rotation, and all that will cause a throw off, as well as other positrons. So when Ramuel also fired a positron 
being they interfered with each other in midair and which you know it's a serious thing where it's like okay getting ready to fire the gun we need to calculate for the rotation of the earth and gravity yep um yeah it's unfortunate that that's what they had to do but they did the best part is fucking they can all see as Shinji's getting ready to fire, Ramuel charging up a shot and then firing it back at them. And yet, after it happens, no one's like, "Oh man, that's unfortunate." Literally, everyone in the co- or in like the observation room is like, "Fucking Shinji missed!" It's like, no, he didn't. His attack got distorted. Was he supposed to account for a beam coming back at him? Knowing <laughs> Gendo, yes, yes, yeah, he was. How dare you not plan for the future? Um. Uh, but yeah, before we get to this scene, we also have. A fun little interaction between Rei and Shinji, where Shinji's in a hospital bed. The thing I really liked this, or really found amusing about this, was during the recap uh, for this episode, or not the recap, but the end of last episode preview for this episode, mm-hmm. uh, they had a comment about how Shinji acts spoiled because of his injuries, and literally the full amount of Shinji acting spoiled is him saying, I don't want to get back in the Ava, I almost die every time I get back in the Ava. And, like, I don't know that that's technically counting as spoiled, but... You see, even the narrator fucking hates Shinji. Yeah. Look at this spoiled brat. Why? Because he almost died. Why? Because he almost died and we're asking him to risk his life again. Uh, but, yeah, we're told their operations. Because this is such a high-precision attack, Shinji has to fire the gun. Everybody just has to protect Unit 1. Yeah. Uh, and that's something we've already know, that, like, Shinji has, like, an amazing sync ratio with Unit 1 that really no other pilot has ever even got close to yeah uh and we get a really great line because ray has been given her orders she is to protect unit one and shinji so the moment shinji's like we might die out there ray immediately cuts and is like you are not going to die she doesn't say we're not going to die it's you're not going to die because my orders are you don't die impossible my orders state that protect shinji i don't fail yeah i'm better than you there's a significant chance ray will still die but there is no chance in hell that Shinji dies because Rei has been ordered to protect Shinji. Yeah. Uh, and she does. Shinji is perfectly safe through the entire interaction. We also get a fun line from uh, Rei about while they're waiting and Shinji asks why she keeps piloting the Ava. Because to literally everyone else in the world, piloting the Ava seems like a great opportunity. To Shinji, it's just the worst thing that could happen to <laughs> anyone. Um, so he asks why she does it. It's her link. And Shinji very reasonably asks to Gendo because he can tell that there's a very special relationship between the two of them. <laughs> tell me about this Gendo link. <laughs> How does one acquire a social link with Gendo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just have to hate Shinji. Uh, oh, then we should be at Social Link 6 already. Yeah, I hate myself more than anybody hates me. Uh, to clarify that, was Shinji talking, not Peter, just to be very clear for everyone listening. I just imagine Shinji walking up to Gendo. It's like, eh, so that asshole Shinji, am I right? And Gendo immediately looks down at him. He's like, let me buy you a beer. I mean, I'm going to dump it on you, but I feel like I should buy you a beer. Yeah, you should. Fuck that Shinji guy. Uh, how conflicted would Gendo be if Shinji became his best friend by shitting on Shinji? Because he hates Shinji, but now he also loves Shinji. <laughs> what are we going to do? An angel's coming. What if we throw Shinji at it? I like the way you think, Shinji. <laughs> Shinji would be dead within a week. Um, yeah, this this was a really cool episode, though. I like the like whole studying the angel, because up until now, it's mostly just been throwing Ava at the angel and hope that it works out. 
This one, there's been a lot more studying of the angel's tactics and how it works and how they're going to get around it. Yeah, that, that's a reason I think a lot of people like this arc specifically, because it really highlights why all these Nerve staff are with Nerve. Because like, Misato doesn't seem like that much of like a good leader up to this point, honestly. She just seems like yeah. she's kind of there and there's like, Shinji, go do this. Shinji, go do this. But this actually shows like she comes up with a whole plan on how to stop the angel based on her observations on it. And then she does some tests and then immediately figures out, this is how we defeat it. Yeah. And we see everyone else also kind of flouting their expertise because we see like the person who's rewiring all of Japan's networks back there and how they perfectly uh, set it up to do that. We see Buddy who has a very accurate estimation of when the geodome's going to, or geofront's going to be pierced. Like everyone in that room is given a moment to show that they're the expert at what they do and that's why they're in that room. And the fact that Nerve gets this absurdly big task completed in the time frame too yeah 14 especially considering the world doesn't know angels attacking nerve hq in any aspect yeah they have 14 and a half hours and like you see the mountain that they're on top of and it's literally just littered with transformers to like correct the power and bring it up to the mountain it's just like those were not already on the mountain there's no fucking way (laughs) they've got shit fucking done in those 14 hours 100 yes uh which kind of explains why if angels are targeting Nerve HQ specifically and not something else in the exact same area, kind of starts to explain why, because Nerve is clearly very good at what they do, which is manipulating Shinji into killing <laughs> the angels. They are a good staff, and they have Shinji be the, like, punching bag until the staff can yeah. do what they need. Yeah. Kind of get the feeling that we're going to, in future episodes, see more people bullying Shinji, because they start to realize that he's perfect at being bullied. <laughs> it's not wrong. Yep. So, Ramiel goes down, just shot right in the face. Yeah, we get the scene where Ray jumps in the front with the shield, which is actually just the bottom coating of a fighter plane that was made, because yeah. it was made in such a way that it should be able to withstand the angel's attack for 17 seconds, which gives Shinji the time for the 10-second reload of the gun. Yeah. And then get the second shot off, which just clean through Ramiel. Yeah, Ramiel is fucked up by that one. Uh, and then Shinji realizes that Unit Zero's entire odor plating is just fucking melted. And so he tears it off, and we get a nice little uh, mirror to the scene from the beginning of last episode, where it's now Shinji tearing off the fucking hatch door with his bare hands. Well, not his bare hands. He still has the plug Ava suit. pilot suit. Uh, plug suit. Plug suit. Yeah, he's still wearing that. But you can get the vibe that his hands are still quite hot trying to rip open that thing. Uh, and then he pokes his head inside and sees Ray. Yells Ayami at her uh, several times. Yeah, uh, she's waking up. Uh, now, the funny thing about this is, he's the thing he's upset about is the fact that, as we've seen throughout this episode, whenever uh, Ray leaves, he just says farewell, yeah. like like a like a goodbye forever, like way yeah. of saying. This things. is the last time we ever speak. Goodbye. <laughs> Which I guess you could take that she's just trying to like get away from Shinji, like farewell. I mean it this time, Shinji. Yeah. <laughs> take the fucking hint, Shinji. This is goodbye. <laughs> but uh, he, he's upset that she keeps saying it. He's like, can you stop kind of saying that, I guess? Yeah. He's saying, till next time, like a normal person or something like that? Yeah, see you later, maybe. Can you stop saying farewell? And also, don't say super dark and depressing shit like your only link to anyone else in this world is piloting that Ava. Yeah. It's your only link to Gendo, and it works, but you can establish other links with other people. <laughs> it's like Shinji's venting a lot of emotions right here. Yeah. And Ray Risley responds with, I don't know how to react in this yeah. situation. He's like, why don't you fucking smile? I'm bad at situations like this, Shinji. Tell me how I'm supposed to be reacting right now. He's like, you should smile. 
No, that's not a normal reaction to this. Shinji is also bad at emotions. Uh, but uh, so the smile is the most horrifying thing. The smile is the most horrifying thing, and it's also very telling that when Rei is told to smile, the first thing that pops into her head is Gendo's face. <laughs> Maybe she was just trying to imitate Gendo, and that's yeah. why it was horrifying. Yeah, Gendo's also probably not great at smiling. No. But yeah, the series ends with Shinji using all of Japan's power twice to save the day. Rei body blocks, and this is... The, kind of the first time we also see two Evangelions actually used together to fight an angel. Yeah, and they work together fairly seamlessly. Yep. Well so, then. There was, there was a few interesting things in this episode, too. Uh, as I already mentioned before, uh, Ramiel is actually the first angel to ever reach the Geofront in its attack, because this one came with a giant drill. Yep. So I guess it, it, if there's something you're definitely hinting that they're adapting. Yeah. Again, first time we've seen two Evangelions be uh, used in a mission together. Uh, this one's a bit more interesting, and it's isn't apparent yet, but I think there's no reason to not mention this to you. You might have noticed, but Ramiel also did not explode like the other angels. Yeah, he just kind of fell to the ground. And Ramiel's very big, and you're going to see Ramiel being cleaned up for like the next three or four episodes. Nice. <laughs> when other angels have shown up to attack, Ramiel's still getting cleaned up. Yeah. I like that. Uh, and this is more of just a, a fun fact in general, but um, the name of the operation, uh, Yashima. So it's actually based off of uh, a famous battle in feudal Japan, where the battle was decided by really good archery, yeah. essentially. So that's kind of the hint of the name. Makes sense. But I think clearly someone in charge of like just naming things in Japan has a good sense of humor and likes Neon Genesis because uh, um, remember the tsunami and earthquakes happened in Japan a while back. Yeah. The and it took out uh, some of their nuclear uh, power yeah. plants. Yeah. Well, the whole operation for redirecting the power was also called Yoshima. <laughs> That's pretty great. But it's out of archery, so clearly it's a reference to the fact they redirected all of Japan's power <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, a lot of people, Ramiel is like a definitely popular angel, and as you said, you really like this episode, so I think that highlights the fact that I mentioned like a lot of people really like this arc specifically. Uh, Ray definitely has a big fan base within the franchise too, and this is one of the few parts that actually just kind of solely focus on her aspect within the world as well. Yeah. There's more definitely to come, obviously, because oh. the characters need to be developed more. You don't put a blank slate character in the universe and don't go into that. <laughs> Here's a blank slate. They're going to stay that way. Yeah, uh, Ramiel is probably, uh, again, yeah, one of the top five angels on anyone's list. Yeah, I'd fully be willing to... They're, I will say this. They are currently in the top three of the angels I've seen. <laughs> I should probably start getting to rank angels. That would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll do it starting now. Uh, Ramiel's number one. Number two is gonna be... Oh, God. Now I have to remember angel names. Uh... <laughs> There's Satchel. Sa Satchel. And then Samshell. Uh, yeah. My second favorite angel is Satchel. Samshell is currently my least favorite angel. Okay. The centipede one? Yeah. That's fair. Uh, now there are a few goofs in this episode as well. And that's mainly due to the fact that this one had actually a bit of a lower budget <laughs> than other episodes for some reason. Uh, so, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, the drill from Ramiel is spinning the wrong direction to actually pierce. I 100% <laughs> noticed that, yes. Yeah, and that's just because there was a lot of, like, animation errors because of stuff like that. For example, um, you probably didn't notice this one, as I never really noticed it. But uh, Ramiel is part of, actually, the background drawing in the final fight. Did not notice that. So, no. if you're paying close attention, its beam doesn't originate from it, but originates from a building because of that. <laughs> so you just see the building next to it shoot off the beam because it's in the for in the background with it. So it's not you know normally if you're doing this animation you would have the background with the buildings. Yeah. Then you'd have uh, the 
unique drawing itself placed on top of that, which would be Ramiel. Yeah. Probably have some foreground stuff, and then the beam also attached there. Yeah. But since it's all part of the same drawing, and just a beam on top of it, yeah. that's why it ends up looking like just coming out of a building. I like that. So, uh, that kind of goes through a lot of the fun facts I have for this one. Do you have any questions for me uh, that came up? This one, I think it might be a bit harder because it is a two-part episode. Yeah, uh... Not really. Most of my questions came up during the first part of the Ray sequence. Episode 2 was a lot more just the fight with Ramiel itself, so there wasn't so much that I kind of had questions about with this part. Yeah, the, the only thing that really comes up that could be question-based, I guess, is uh, we get really uh, more information on the Magi system, that apparently it's a, a three-operation oh, yeah. system. And that Gendo specifically, when Misato gives, like, oh, what did the Magi system say about your plan? And it's, like, two approved, two, one conditionally approved. Yeah. Yeah, and then it has an 8.7% chance of success. Yeah. So the Magi system is a supercomputer system that Nerve has specifically, but some other places have, uh, like, not fake versions of it, but it's, like, you know, copies. Yeah. They have their own uh, facsimile system yeah and the magic system is uh for the most part three supercomputers that decide a lot of things fair i can respect that nothing quite like putting all of life on earth in the hands of some supercomputers well they don't they're not fully in charge of everything <laughs> okay so with that we'll end up the episode here so if you'd like to get in touch or send us any comments or anything along those lines you can reach us at what is my podcast about at gmail.com and, of course, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and all podcasting platforms. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment or review. Uh, anything helps out, especially with us being a relatively newer podcast set. We're doing pretty well with uh, viewer base so far. And if you're interested in following along, kind of like a book club, but for the series in any sense, we're also uploading uh, facts that make sense where you're at in the story on Instagram. So character introductions and little facts that really spoiling anything moving forward. Yeah, it's a really great way for me to learn about the world is also seeing the posts after they're made. <laughs> Especially because they don't really give you a lot of information outright on a lot of these things. Yeah. Okay, and finally, uh, we got to everyone's favorite part. I know it's my favorite part so far. Peter, what happens next time on ne Neon Genesis? Alright, so uh, next time on Neon Genesis, uh, Shinji's going to try and interact with Ray outside of Nerve to try and get to know her a little bit better so he can find out how to please Gendo. Uh, and everyone's going to assume that Shinji is trying to fucking date Ray. And no one, fucking no one is going to let it dry. Or let it pass. Misato is going to be very invested in their love life now, even though they're not dating. Sounds a lot like the fan base. But anyways, make sure to tune in next time. We promise there'll be plenty of fan service. Yeah.